This is the Moira Pentecostal Church podcast, providing you with sound biblical teaching. New content will be available every week throughout 2015. We hope you will be encouraged, challenged, and blessed by this ministry. Psalm 1. We won't be that long. Psalm 1. Let's read it. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. You know, we live in a world today, and I was was thinking about just as a way of introduction, in a world that puts everything into categories, some good, some just for ways of describing different things, but we're put into categories. We think of just different races, black, white. We talk about African. We talk about Asian. We talk about South American. Everything is put into categories and into classes. You know, they talk about the East and the West, the Western world and the East, the, and, um, the Eastern world, the Far East. They talk about the Third World. Even in our societies, especially in Britain, maybe today, but a bit more prominent, maybe 100, 150 years ago, The categories were the class. There was lower class. There was middle class. There was upper class. Even today they talk about working class, blue collar workers, white collar workers. And the world puts everything in the categories. But that's why I've got us to come to Psalm 1. Because in this Psalm, God puts mankind into two categories and only two. And this is how God sees mankind. Two categories. Verse 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Verse 4, but the wicked are not so. God sees mankind in two categories. He sees the righteous and he sees the ungodly. He sees his saints And he sees the wicked. He sees those that are destined for heaven. And he sees those that are destined for hell. Two categories. And while the world at times goes to war over categories, over class, over the third world, first world, second world, whatever you want to call it, we need to see how God sees mankind. And he sees it in two categories and two categories alone. The righteous and the ungodly. Psalm 1 is very stark in that the first three verses talk about the righteous. 
verses 4, 5, and 6 talks about the ungodly. There's a great separation there. Three verses for the righteous, three for the ungodly. In verse 1, one is blessed. One is blessed. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. And in verse 4, one is cursed. The ungodly are not so. Two categories. What a contrast. And us in this room tonight, I don't know everyone in this room, but everyone in this room falls into one of these two categories before God's eyes tonight. You're either blessed or you're cursed. You may say, that's awful strong language. This is the language of the Bible. This is the language of God's word. Because God doesn't want us to be mistaken about where we stand with him. There's a great challenge from from the heart of God. He wants us to be blessed. But there is those that are cursed. Blessed is the man, but the ungodly are not so. Why is he blessed? Why is one blessed and the other cursed? Well, verse 2 tells us why he is blessed. Because he walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. It's not what he reads, because we can look at that and think, well, that's what I read and, and, and that's where I want to place myself. But he's not walking in the council. He's not standing in the way of sinners. And he's not sitting in the seat of the, scorn, of the scoffers. He separated himself from this class of people. And that is why he is blessed. Because his delight in verse 2 is in the law of the Lord. He doesn't just read through the Bible and think, oh, that's good stuff. I delight in that. His whole being delights in the law of the Lord. This word is the revelation of God himself. And this man is blessed because he realizes that this is God. And he puts his full trust and his full weight upon Jesus Christ. That's why he's blessed. But why is the other cursed? Well, again, verse 1. Who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers. The one who is cursed walks in his own counsel. The one who is cursed stands in the way of sinners. And the one who is cursed sits in the seat of the scoffer. What does that mean? Basically, it means he lives his life as he sees fit. He takes no account of what God says about him, of what God wants for him, of his role before God as his creator and his God. Basically, he's saying, it is my way. I will have my own counsel, and it's going to be my way. He has no time for God. He will not listen to God, will not open his ears to God, will not walk in God's ways. That is why he is cursed. I think of the story of Cain and Abel. 
Because Abel brought the offering from the flock and God accepted it. And Cain brought his offering of fruit, of the first fruits. And God says, that's not what I require of you. And Cain got angry. And basically Cain was saying, accept my offering. And God says, I will only accept what I require from you. Because he said to Cain, do what is right and I will accept it. But the man who is cursed tries to tell God, you're going to accept me my way. But God says, no. That's why he's cursed. One is blessed and one is cursed. In verse 3, it says, one is planted. He is planted. He is like a tree planted by streams of waters that yields its fruit in its season. One is planted. Where is his roots? His roots are in Christ. Clifford sung the song tonight, and it's all about it is only we stand by Christ and Christ alone. One is planted in Christ. He's not planted with Christ, but in Christ. New Testament talks about how we are in Christ. When we have come to the cross and we have bowed the knee and we have seen our great need, we're born again in Christ. But one, in verse four, he has blown away. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. One is blown away where the other is planted. His roots are in his own highway. His roots are in his own desires. His roots are in his own thoughts. But there's only one solid thing in life, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only solid foundation. He is the rock of salvation. One has his roots planted in the rock, but the other is blown away by the wind. We know the story about the, the, the man who built his house on the solid rock and the one who built his house in the sand. And the wind and the wave and the storm came and one was washed away, but the other stood firm because he was firm in Christ. Verse three, one is by the rivers. He's by the rivers. He's planted by streams of water. He's feeding. He's being refreshed because he meditates and he loves the word of God. He wants to be with Christ. His all that he is is for Christ and on to Christ. He's by rivers. He's being refreshed. His feeding is from hearing God's word. But the others like chaff. But are like chaff. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff 
that the wind drives away. And when you think of chaff, you think of something just dry. Dry as a bone, we say. You know, start of the century in parts of America, especially Texas area, they talked about living in the dust bowl. And I've seen old pictures of, and you know, you see the westerns of the tumbleweed coming across. And listen, it's not all like that. Where the ground was so dry, it was like talcum powder, not even like small grains of soil. And the wind just blew over the top of it and ripped the topsoil off the top. And the ground was worthless. And I think that's a great picture of the one who is not in Christ. They're like chaff. And they are dry. Nothing can grow in ground like that. It needs feeding. It needs refreshing of the river. That can replace the nutrients back into the soil. But one is by the rivers. And one is like chaff. I think in the Old Testament it talked about the threshing floor. And what happened, they, they got the, the, the grain and the wheat and they tossed it up in the air. It was like a sort of a, a bowl shape, for want of a better way of putting it. And as the wind whipped across the top of it, the chaff and the wheat both went up in the air. But because the wheat was heavier, it dropped back down and the chaff was blown away. It's a picture of the sinner. It's the picture of what he deserves. He's blown away. He's dry. He's dusty. One is faithful because he's bearing fruits. He's bringing forth fruit he, that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. You know, we were in John's house last night and he's got a couple of apple trees down the bottom of the garden. And some of them have more apples on it than the other. I think Francis was in a plum tree with two plums. It's going well. Maybe in about 20 years, it'll be bunged. <laughs> but when you look at that, you see something fruitful. You see something full of life. You see something that nourishes and this is the man who is fruitful because he's, he's in Christ. And Christ brings fruit into our lives and through our lives. But the other one is empty. He is empty. I preached a while back there when Jesus went to the fig tree. And there should have been something on that fig tree to satisfy Jesus. And he searched the tree and it was empty. And he cursed it. And rightly so. And another picture of those that don't bring forth fruit unto him. Fruits of repentance. But fruit in their life unto him. They're worth nothing. It's cursed. And it's only <coughs> heading for the fire. Verse 5 says, Therefore the wicked will not, st not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Notice verse 5. Will not stand in the judgment. The judgment is coming. Will not stand in the judgment. 
That's what this verse is saying. There is a judgment time coming. And it can't be avoided. The judgment is coming. It's not a case of if, but when. And there's going to be two classes that face that judgment. One will stand and the other will fall. One won't make it. And the other one, the Lord will say, enter into the joy of the Lord. This is the reality of salvation. This is the reality of where we are in this world. Two categories. Those that are blessed and those that are cursed. Verse 5, if you notice, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Notice the separation. They can't stand together. Yes, at this time, there's wheat and there's tares that grow together on this earth among people. But when this harvest comes and this judgment comes, there's going to be a separation. Sinners cannot stand in the congregation of the righteous. It's an impossibility, and it won't happen. Notice the separation. Let me read just a few verses from Matthew 25 for you. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. Separation. And he will place the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Two categories. One destined for eternal life. One destined for eternal punishment. Verse 6 of Psalm 1. Notice the outcome. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The outcome is that the way of the wicked will perish. But the way of the righteous goes on and on and on. As he calls us home to be with him, 
but the wicked will be cast out. Let me just finish with the last scripture. Revelation 20. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it from his presence earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne and the books were opened. Then another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. There is two categories in this world tonight. Two very distinct categories. Black and white. You know I'm not talking about people. There is no gray, but there's two categories. Black and white. It's plain and it is clear. One is blessed and one is cursed. One is living and one is dying. One is planted and one is being blown away. One is destined for eternal joy and one is destined for eternal punishment. Those that have put their trust in the Lord are heading for eternal joy. If you know Jesus tonight as your Lord and your Savior, you're going to be with him in heaven. But if you're one here tonight who trusts in himself, or you have no time for the Lord, you're destined for eternal punishment. It's not me telling you that. This is the word of God. We are without excuse. Joshua, I think it was Clifford, and Pastor spoke it today, the, the, cha or the chapter and the verse. Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Twenty-five years ago, next month, the Lord came into my life. Twenty-five years ago. And I'm standing here tonight and I'm thinking, how did it even get this far? But he is faithful. Yeah, he, is. Yeah, that's right. he is faithful. He is faithful to his people. And you can testify about that tonight yourselves. But listen, if you don't know the Lord tonight, the Lord says, come on to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Choose you this day whom you will serve. The Bible says, today if you hear my voice, do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. I want to leave you with that challenge tonight. There are two categories, and two categories alone. Don't think there's many ways to heaven. No, there isn't. There is one way, and that is through Jesus Christ. I challenge you tonight. 
with the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is good news. Because there is a hope. And that hope comes through Christ alone. I want to be a blessed man. You want to be blessed. But let's not water it down. Two categories. One that is blessed and one that is cursed. Let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you for your word tonight. Lord, I want to thank you for your blessing in my life. I want to thank you for the blessing in countless people in this room tonight, Lord God. But Lord, I also want to pray for those who do not know you in this room tonight. And Lord, I ask that you would convict them by your Holy Spirit. Lord, that they would see that their sin life, their sin is taking them to a lost eternity. Lord, that they would see that there is no hope without you. But Lord, I want to thank you that you are a God of love and mercy. I want to thank you that you have made a way where there was no way. And it is through the cross of Calvary. Lord, I want to thank you that you shed your blood. You've taken our price. You've taken the penalty that was due unto us. And Lord, you have invited us to come unto you. Lord, touch the people in this room tonight. Convict them, Lord. Show them the state before you. Show them what category they are in. And Lord, by your grace and your mercy, draw them unto yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I give you all the glory and the honor that is due unto your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can also watch the Sermon of the Month video at youtube.com forward slash Moira Pentecostal or download the sermon video through our iTunes video podcast. For more information, visit us at www.mpc.org.uk. Thank you.